from poverty today. All right, it's Thursday. What are you doing? It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, oh, baby, invest for invest in Ed. You know that whole giant uh, tax increase? They want to target the rich. It was going to be on the ballot. Judge threw it out. Threw it out. You want to know why? Yes, because the judge is like, uh, the Arizona Supreme Court threw it out, by the way. They said that uh, the petition signers weren't informed the measure would do more than increase the tax rate on people earning more than a quarter million bucks. What? Yeah, it would eliminate indexing of income tax brackets to account for inflation, which nobody would understand anyway, but they said, You're gonna, this, this is dangerous, this is unfair, bye. Second thing that I think you need to know, John McCain showing his true colors. Uh, his family did not allow Sarah Palin to come to his funeral. Isn't that classy and that nice? We'll get to that. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, the left continues to get even more insane. Andrew Cuomo this time debating Cynthia Nixon of Sex in the City. Because they're both the Dems going to be uh, trying to be governor again in uh, New York. And uh, he went out on a limb. This time he called ICE thugs. 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 We'll get to that. Three things I think you need to know. Um, You know what? Uh, The whole John McCain thing is just insane. It's insane already. Uh, When I die, I'm going to uninvite people to my funeral. Well, I don't... You know what? Again, I don't. I don't mean negative people at your funeral. I don't know if he if he uninvited her, but he they said she's not allowed to go. She wasn't invited. She wasn't invited. Let's put it out that way, right? People Magazine had it. Uh, then it was um, is that sexist? confirmed? No, it's it's not sexist. It's just it's jerk. It's jerk. Listen, John McCain is in, in death, proving exactly what he thought, what we thought he is. That's that's what's happening here, right? Mm-hmm. People Magazine reported Sarah Palin was not sent an invitation. Uh, and people, when I put this on my Facebook page yesterday, people are like, you need an invitation to go to a funeral? Yes, for John McCain, yeah. You know that, and that's what's funny. You're going to need the right documentation to get into John McCain's funeral. He didn't care if you had the right documentation to get into the country, but you needed the right documentation to get into his funeral. Irony? Mm-hmm. You know they had security there, too. You know they probably had a big barrier around it to make sure... Only the people that he wanted to be there were there for Amnesty John. This is insane. So think about this. John McCain said, I don't want my running mate. That boosted my chance to do anything against Obama. I don't want her there, but I want the guy that beat the pants off me, who is an extreme leftist, who doesn't like this country. Barack Obama. I not only want Obama there, I want him to eulogize me. But Sarah Palin? No. Not so much. Not so much. And then if you remember, uh, McCain admitted, uh, he told people, I wish I would have taken, uh, I wish I would uh, would have had uh, Joe Lieberman as my vice presidential candidate, not Sarah Palin. Which, by the way, he would have had probably close to zero electoral votes at that point. Because he wasn't conservative. That's why people didn't want to vote for him. Sarah Palin is conservative. She gets on there. People got excited. And it's the only reason he got 173 electoral votes or whatever it was. It's the only reason. Nobody gave a crap about John McCain. Can you imagine if he would have had Joe Lieberman? He had two Democrats running as Republicans on the Republican ticket. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sarah Palin, by the way, wrote a nice uh, thing about John McCain on Saturday after she, she found out that he passed away. Today we lost an American original. Senator McCain was a maverick, a fighter, never afraid to stand for his beliefs. He never took an easy path, uh, the easy path in life. Sacrifice, blah, 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 right? He was my friend. I'll always I'll remember the good times. My family and I send prayers for Cindy and the McCain family. That's, that's uh, there. Um, Sarah Palin always took the high road. She was excluded from the funeral. Even when that happened, she didn't criticize him. People quoted a source close to the Palin family. Quote, out of respect for Senator McCain and his family, we have nothing to add at this point. The Palin family will always cherish their friendship with the McCains and hold those memories dear. Very classy. Very classy. Hmm. So, uh, however, again, they said, yeah, you're not, you're not going to be here. McCain fundraiser Carla Udy confirmed to People Magazine Palin had not been invited. Possibly, as People Magazine speculated, at the behest of the McCain family. She wasn't invited. I mean, it was done for a reason. And you can have anybody you want, right? Anybody you want at your uh, at your family. But uh, really, and by the way, this is when John McCain in, in his farewell letter is calling for unity. Remember all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Unity, this, that, blah, blah, blah. He's the one causing all this controversy. Even in death, John McCain is causing this controversy. So just stupid, beyond dumb. Um, but there you have it. What do you expect? I mean, that's why even my wife is an extremely kind soul. She's a very good hearted person. And she said, you know, listen, she wasn't a fan of John McCain's policies. I wasn't a fan of John McCain's policies. I wasn't a fan of John McCain and neither was she, but she said, you know what? He passed because she wants to make sure I don't get tarred and feathered and and again, the only uh, the only controversy my li- my wife likes is the stuff that she sees on the Real Housewives shows on Bravo. She likes when those crazy chicks yell at each other. Uh, if people call up and challenge me on the radio, she's like, I have to turn it off. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, it's a lot worse when you see those crazy chicks yelling at each other. Yeah, but I'm not married to them. I'm like, come on. So anyway, she's like, you just you know you got to be careful. You can't go too far. Blah 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 blah. Like when I made the the statement of uh, Trump should. Uh, when the wall finally gets built, he should name it the John McCain Memorial Wall. Just because it, it would piss him off. Because <laughs> he was so against it. Name it the John McCain Wall. Or at least part of it. And she's just, she sent me a text. Tread carefully. Oh, I'm like, over that? Ugh. My wife's a very cautious person like that. That idea may catch fire, actually. Um, um, hey, you heard it here first. That's right. So she's a very cautious, very kind person. After I told her what happened to Sarah Palin yesterday, she said, what? And then I can't really say too much else because she became like a drunken sailor. Things started coming out of her mouth. It was like the exorcist, head spinning, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, even if you really like John McCain, you have to sit back and say, what is going on? And by the way, you notice the media is not making a big deal of that. Trump releasing a statement where he said, I send prayers and condolences to Cindy McCain and the McCain family. Media attacks him for it. John McCain literally doesn't want Sarah Palin there. Wants Barack Obama and Michael Bloomberg, the globalists. Media doesn't say a word. Because they support it. They think, yeah, good, screw that Palin lady. 
nut job. Forget her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's just the latest there uh, with, uh, with John McCain. And I'd like to be, you know, the good thing is by next week, never have to talk about the dude again. Right? The news next week will be who exactly Doug Ducey picks to replace John McCain on the Senate. And again, he's got to tread lightly because if he picks the wrong person, he will have people not showing up to vote come November. It's crazy. It sucks. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we, you and me, we are caught in a very tough position here because if we don't, if we don't like what he does, um, if we don't show up, we get stuck with David Garcia. So we're not really in the power position right here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, so, okay, that's uh, that's what we have there. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, there's uh, there's much more. Matter of fact, I want to play, and I'm getting the emails already. Yep, but when McCain ran, I didn't vote for him. I voted for Sarah Palin. I know. I, I know a lot of people did that. I, I did the same thing. I did the same. Barack Obama made me vote for the person that was on the other side of the ticket. Let's put it that way. And I got even more excited when Sarah Palin was there. And that's why the media pummeled her. Okay? That's why. Um, when we get back, uh, Andrew Cuomo. Holy smokes. This guy is just a walking, talking dope. The stuff that flies out of his mouth. America's not great. Never was great. Wait till you have to hear what this guy says. Oh, my goodness. Okay? Uh he, what he said yesterday about ICE, and when you hear it in the context, it's, you're going to say, what is going on? There is no way, no way, by the way, no way that uh, Andrew Cuomo can ever, and the Democrats can ever do anything good. I'm, I'm convinced of it. This is not mainstream America. It's, it's just not. It's, it's impossible. There is no way that Cuomo or the Democrats can do anything come the midterms. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling. Matter of fact, we'll get to that coming up. KNST aim. What do you hear? What he said. KNST aim seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hey. KNST has your shot at a trip to our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword jackpot to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rates apply. That's jackpot to two hundred two hundred. Six thirty one. Thank you for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. So, uh, it's going to be another hot one today. 79 already, 100 and sunny for the high. Uh, we could have thunderstorms tomorrow. Good chance of thunderstorms Saturday. Good chance Sunday. Scattered thund- uh, thunderstorms Monday and Tuesday. Labor Day weekend, baby. Yeah. Um, now, I want you to hear Andrew Cuomo. Let's play the, the, two, the two big hits. Remember, if you missed it, I don't know how you'd miss it. Uh, but Andrew Cuomo, a couple weeks ago... Made one of the dumbest statements. It's right up there with Hillary talking about uh, half of uh, whether Trump's uh, supporters are deplorable. Right? Um, I want you to hear Andrew Cuomo, 28. This is what he said a couple weeks ago. Here we go. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. What? Wow. Okay. I wanted to hear the reaction, too. It was never that great. And then he tried to walk that back for several days. Well, yesterday, he was... Uh, he was debating Cynthia Nixon of Sex and the City, who's an extreme leftist. She called ICE a terrorist organization in the past. We've played the soundbite. 
So uh, they start talking about things that they do, and he said, we're standing up to Trump. Listen to what he said yesterday at the debate, number 29. Here we go. I, uh, literally, New York State is the state that is suing Donald Trump for ripping babies from the arms of their mother. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. But and he's politicized ICE. Excuse me, excuse me, I let you speak. Uh, he he politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue Whoa. them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. So not once, but twice in 28 seconds, he called ICE thugs. They're thugs. They arrest the thugs of MS-13. So Trump calls MS-13 animals. The media flips out. Right? Media flips out. Cuomo calls Americans that are putting their lives in the line to get rid of bad people, to arrest them, to get rid of them. He calls them thugs, media, silent. Silent. Democrats, you think they really resonate with Americans? Maybe the Some small, <laughs> crazy, the Some small minority crazy group. The ones from New York, yeah. Uh, but, but even in New York, man, I mean, listen, Andrew Cuomo is the guy that released... At least, what was it I, t- I talked about? 77 uh, sex offenders because he wanted them to vote again. They were too dangerous to go back into communities. He released them. He paroled them. There you go. You're, you're pardoned. There you go. You're good. Uh, Sanctuary State, New York. Oh, God. Uh, 634 on KNST AM 790. So the media is literally ignoring that, right? That. What are they making a big deal of? What uh, gubernatorial candidate, Republican gubernatorial candidate, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis said in an interview yesterday, talking about his socialist opponent. Now, the socialist opponent's black, so the media is claiming a word is now racist again. Wait till you hear what what he said and what people are saying about it, especially Mika's face. It's incredible. This is what they're, they're doing this on purpose to divert. But you have to hear it to believe it. It's coming up right now as Fox. Fuck. Is that some sort of preserve? Maybe. 640. Thanks for hanging out on this Thursday. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Now, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, I put this one up there. John McCain, apparently, and his family didn't invite Sarah Palin to the funeral, and it was confirmed that they excluded her. We don't want you here. There you go. But Barack Obama was there. Yep, 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 and uh, some other, uh, yeah, again, the, the old, the, the swamp, the swamp was here, I want the swamp there, I want the swamp. Yep, it was a swamp funeral. It's so, it sucks so badly, isn't it, that we have to, that we're actually, not even like, that we can talk about this, and like this, about John McCain and his passing, but he's, he's the one doing it, man, he's, he's asking for it, he wants it. Second thing that I think you need to know, invest in Ed, off the ballot, Arizona Supreme Court says this can't go on there. Uh, it wasn't explained what's actually going to happen to people uh, when it comes to their taxes. They're basically saying that it's not just people that uh, make two hundred fifty grand and more that are going to be taxed. So you guys are uh, deceiving people. So it is off the ballot. So they can't just go after, uh, they, they can't go after rich people and try to raise taxes to cover the cost of education. Can't just do that. Good, good, good. Third thing. That I think you need to know. Andrew Cuomo, in a debate against Cynthia Nixon, both running for governor in New York, went out and in a 28-second span called ICE thugs twice. Uh, They're thugs. He called them thugs. 
Nice. Three things I think you need to know. Now, I'll put the video, by the way, up on my page at Candesty.com of Andrew Cuomo calling them thugs. Uh, it's going to be interesting because uh, next week, Ryan and I are going to be in Washington, D.C. We're broadcasting live for FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform. It's their big illegal, uh, illegal immigration radio row thing. And we have a lot of great guests coming up in a week from today. Almost exactly a week from today right now. Uh, 7.10 in the morning, a week from today. Thomas Holman, who just retired as the director of ICE, is going to be on the show. So I'm going to ask him about this and a whole bunch of other things. Get his take on this whole situation. Um, I saw an interview with him this morning, really early, and he was not happy, as you can imagine. Not happy. So we're going to have Tom Holman on to talk about that. We have a whole bunch of great guests uh, that, that are going to be on with us Wednesday and Thursday live from Washington, D.C., um, where we're going to cause havoc and wreak destruction. Maybe we'll get the Don on. Imagine the Don just pops over. I mean, on there's any time he likes to pop in and do a whole bunch of stuff. I can totally see the Don saying, wait a second. A couple blocks away, a whole bunch of radio hosts, talk show hosts are talking about illegal immigration. Let me go in there. How phenomenal would that be? Then I'd have to show him the picture of my son, Harrison, butt naked with nothing but a Make America Great Again yarmulke. One of his baby pictures. I'd have to wear the brown pants. That's Wait, so what? Good. What? Uh, oh, you'd have to dress up? Yes. Nah. I'll have to wear the orange pants. All right, so we have that. So uh, the latest, the latest BS thing that's going on. Let me, okay, Ron DeSantis. He's a congressman. Trump likes him. He's a Trump congressman. Big Trump guy. Big MAGA guy. He's running for governor. Trump endorsed him, and he went on to win uh, the primary in, in uh in Florida, against a well-known state uh, state politician, a guy that was like the ag commissioner or something like that, won by like 20 points. As soon as the polls closed, 30 seconds later, they called the race for Ron DeSantis. Um, Ron DeSantis' opponent, there were like four or five Democrats running, and the guy that got 33% of the vote, which was number one, there was like 33, he barely won it, but he only got 33% of the vote, is this uh, Tallahassee mayor, Andrew Gillum who is a far-left socialist, the Bernie Sanders candidate. He wants Medicare for all, 15 buck an hour, get rid of ICE, you name it, blah, blah, blah. That's what this nut wants. He's being investigated by the FBI for corruption charges, you name it. So uh, this guy's a complete disaster. At the end of the day, Ron DeSantis got almost a million votes. This Gillum guy led the Democrats to the 500,000. So DeSantis is going to run away with this. It's not even close, right? You have the, the Trump candidate versus the socialist. So DeSantis goes on Fox News yesterday and says something. Now, Gillum is black. So instead of, because, uh, and let's, uh, let me tell you something. Even he and the media know that there's no defense of socialist policies. So all they do is wait for what they think is a slip up. And they want to jump on that and make the debate about racism and all kinds of stuff. Um, Ron DeSantis Let's play number 30. Ron DeSantis said this on Fox News, and I left the whole thing in context so you can hear it. Here we go. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that was, was my cup of tea. But, I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So, so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do 
is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. Uh, so I'm going to fight uh, for what I believe in because I think I'm the guy who can really lead Florida in a good direction. Did you hear the racist thing? No, 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 cancel. Go back to just after 15. Did you hear it? He used a phrase. We can't afford to monkey this up. So that's apparently racist. One more time. If you missed it, because you may have, go ahead. Good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda. There you with go. Huge tax increases. There you go. And bankrupting the state. Yeah, there is- you go. And as a friend of mine just texted me, he praised the guy for about 20 seconds. Yeah, eloquent speaker, blah, blah, blah. Not my cup of tea. Monkey this up. Apparently, when you say monkey this up, that is now racist. Yeah, can't say it. Uh-huh. Because only the left would equate a monkey to a black person. Remember the story that uh, it was, I think, somewhere in, in Dallas at a park. They had a gorilla. And kids, it was in a cage and kids, it was like a fake statue, the statue of a gorilla. And kids would climb up, they climb the monkey. And all of a sudden, at a, at a, somebody was like, you know what, that's, a, that's racist toward black people. Who looks at a gorilla and says black person? A racist person does. Who's the one that pointed this out? Racist people, the left. That's what they did. Should we not say, you ever say to your kids, stop monkeying around? Because monkeys can be kind of crazy and goofy. It's exactly what he was saying. How in the hell is this racist? And the media jumps on this. And by the way, even Fox News gave in a bit. Sandra Smith condemned the statement afterward. Are you are you high? So, apparently now, don't say, kids, go play on the monkey bars, because that would be terrible. Don't ever say anything about a monkey wrench. Dog is racist. Mon- monkeying around. You know, my son... My oldest son, when he was younger, we used to sing a song and read a book. And you know the song, five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor. The doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed than before. Is that also racist? Well, you said the word monkey like eight times. So, yeah, I, eight times racist. It's, it's just, it's stu- we can't monkey this up. We can't mess it up. We can't. What the heck is going on? You know, they're just looking for anything. Yes. Like you said, anything. Anything. And when you point something out like that and you make a big show of it, I really do feel like you said that you are letting your own racial biases out. Because you make a big deal about it because you're trying to say that. It's the dumbest thing. So play 31. Ron DeSantis goes on Hannity's show last night on Fox News Channel to explain, and there really is no explanation, but it's for the dumb people. Uh, that it's not racist. Here we go. It has zero to do with race, Sean. It has everything to do with whether we want Florida to continue to go in a good direction, building off the success, or do we want to turn to left-wing socialist policies, which will absolutely devastate our state. And here's the thing. I believe people should be judged based on their ability and character Mm -hmm. regardless of race, Mm -hmm. but it's because of that that I know that socialism won't work in Florida. It's not good for any race, color, or creed. So this is not about race. This is about ideas and principles. And I'm not going to let the Democrats and Andrew Gillum try to obscure 
uh, a debate about whether his tax increases, his single-payer health care plan, his desire to abolish ICE, whether that is something that's acceptable for Florida. I don't think what it about, is, and I don't care what color you are. There you go. Mm-hmm. No, we're not doing the diamond and silk thing yet. Oh. They're going to be on the show when practice, we're in uh, D.C. I think it's Wednesday. I think it's is it Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. One, is it Wednesday? Like, uh, I think at uh, 9, 10 in the morning. Uh, so they diamond and silk and, you know, they one one talks a lot. Nine, okay. Yeah. One talks a lot and then one does the hmm, hmm, hmm. So we're going to do it right back because Ryan's going to be with me. We're going to, they're diamond and silk. We're going to be, uh, uh, CZ and, uh, spandex. CZ and spandex. Exactly. We're going to be CZ and spandex. <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to do it back to, to them just to have a laugh. What if they get on them? They're real, like they're real, like professional. Yes, Garrett. Well, that is true. And then we're gonna have to throw an audible in there at the last second. <laughs> so listen, the, you have to hear the me. You have to hear the media, uh, and you know which media it is. Analyze this. So you heard what Ron DeSantis said, right? Mm-hmm. Wait till you hear what Sorry. Mika's face says all this morning. I mean, it's so insane. I have a few gems for you. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, yes, Brass Monkey. I love it. 656, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Mm-hmm. Going to be 100 and sunny. Check out the rain. It's coming maybe this uh, Saturday. Some thunderstorms Saturday, Sunday, Monday, maybe even Tuesday. Fun times. That better not delay our flight to D.C. Why would it? Because it always does. I have the worst luck, by the way. The last one, last year when I went to DC, every flight was delayed. Well, generally the uh, the pilots aren't Tucson drivers, where they they don't freak Doesn't out. Doesn't matter. They see a bit of rain. Doesn't matter. I'm telling you, man. I was delayed every single time. Every single time. Great. Well, that's cool. Uh, just so you know. Uh, so, all right, let's play uh, some uh, some reaction to the Ron DeSantis stuff again. He mon- monkeying around. Is now the racist term. Can't monkey this up. Can't monkey it up. No, 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 no. Let's number thirty-two. What do you? What do you do? What do you, what's going on? Brass monkey. Brass monkey. Right. I get it now. I get it. Thank you. Good call. Good call. Let's do thirty-two. Uh, Mika's face. Mika's face uh, this morning on her show. Mika's face and and Joe's whatever. Uh, listen to this. I will say that somebody was playing that on their phone. That soundbite oh, no. in my home. And oh. I stopped in my tracks. <gasps> I heard it right away. And I didn't hear it any other way than the way I heard it, which was racist, planned, prepared, and really ugly. Someone who? Sources say? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Let's go to Yamiche Alcindor. She followed up 33. Yamiche Alcindor of, I think, PBS or who knows what, New York Times. I don't know. This is what she said. Well, I think that as a reporter who's covered race for a long time, covered it. when you yes. use the word monkey up and you use the word articulate and you use the word co- performing, talking about an African-American educated man who's a mayor of Tallahassee, you have to understand that you're going to be at least accused of using racially charged language, oh, yeah. racist language in some people's minds. Yeah, you have to you have to understand you're going to be accused of that because that's what we do here in the media. We say everything that you say is racist. You have to understand that. You have to understand that. And if you don't understand that, you're an idiot and a racist. By the way, I want I just put something in the in the control screen, Ryan. This is also Yamiche Alcinder from last week. But 
You don't think that she thinks she's not racist. Listen to this. The one thing that's very interesting is that Secretary DeVos was someone who was very controversial when she was coming in. Mm -hmm. She's someone who had a very opinionated view of how the federal education system should be run. And now she's carrying this out in a very quiet way. She's doing much like Jeff Sessions. They're doing what they said they were going to be doing. And there are some people that I've talked to, some advocates who are very worried about the racial impacts that this will have. Mm. You look at Erica's reporting. If you start arming teachers and you look at the statistics and say that there are black and brown students who are being... um, who are being who are being disciplined more than their white counterparts? You could then start seeing statistics where potentially black students are getting shot or in accidents mm. when their teachers are trying to shoot or trying to do gun safety measures. Yeah, so there's yeah. this idea that the NAACP and other advocacy groups say not only are we looking at this as an issue issue, but it's also the idea that racially this could be a problem. Wow, wow. So she's claiming that white teachers will shoot black students just because they're racist. That's not racist, right? All right. Uh, Coming up, some reaction to the Oro Valley uh, change today. 7.06 on this Thursday. What are you doing? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Tree things. I think you need, that's how you say it in New York. Tree things that I think you, uh, tree things I got to ask you. Uh, you need to know. Number one, that's how you say it. Also, I gotta ask. Three things I gotta ask you. So, um, leave me alone. Arbor Day. Number one, uh, John McCain once again uh, excluding people, uh, causing divisiveness. Uh, John McCain didn't want Sarah Palin at his funeral. Invited Obama. Didn't want Sarah Palin. Uh, just figures. At least the dude's consistent is exactly what we thought, right? Second thing that I think you need to know, Arizona Supreme Court says this invest in ed ballot uh, measure off the ballot. Arizona Supreme Court said that big setback for teachers and the other socialists that were pushing for this, where they were going to just tax the rich. Apparently, I guess, the Supreme Court said that petitioners were not informed that the measure would do more than increase the tax rate on people earning more than 250 grand a year. Slimy, dude. Well, they tried. Third thing that I think you need to know, Andrew Cuomo in a debate with Cynthia Nixon for the Democratic uh, ticket for the governorship of New York. Well, apparently Andrew Cuomo once again stepping in it. And uh, I mean, the Dems, they're just nuts. In a 28-second span, he called ice thugs twice. The ice, those thugs, those thugs. You know, we got to get a scoped version, a shorter one. Than what I did. I wanted context, but we got to just hit that quite a bit. The thugs calls ice thugs. MS 13 called animals by Trump. It's racist. This, that, blah, 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 blah. What? These are, these are animals. They are. And I feel bad for animals. These are rabid creatures. They need to be put down. That, that's what they are. Uh, yet and Andrew Cuomo calls ice thugs, and the media is like, well, we're okay with that. That's your Democratic Party for you. I mean, if you're a Democrat, you do realize this isn't normal. Like, okay, for the entire show, we have other things to talk about, three things I think you need to know. But for the entire show, there are quite a few Democrats here in the t- greater Tucson area. You know it, I know it. Maybe you are one. Maybe not you, but maybe you. You. So, you. yeah, you. If you are, I would love to hear from you. You. Because. I'm wondering if you agree with this or you're like, listen, I'm a Democrat because I have I believe in these certain things and I don't see eye to eye the Republicans, which is fine. Though. It's what made it's what makes this country free and great. But I'm wondering if you you are looking at this and saying, 
what happened to the Democratic Party? Like, this is not me. Like, I understand why we need ICE. I mean, ICE raided a Texas factory where 160 illegals were uh, arrested, detained, uh, keeping wages down. Uh, These are people breaking the law. Like, these are, well, they're just trying. No. You know, people that, uh, you know, Michael Cohen was just trying by not paying his taxes also. You okay with that? You. Yeah. He's trying to keep more money for himself. Uh, This is not good. Yeah, this is not good. So I'm just wondering if there are Democrats out there, not even Republicans, but Democrats that sit back and say, yeah, I don't know what the hell this is. I, I, this is not the Democratic Party that, that I knew 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, before Obama got there. Obama would never have actually said we should get rid of ICE when he was running for president. Never would have said that. Obama voted for the border wall back in 06 as a senator, the Secure Fence Act. If you don't know what I'm talking about, before we play the Oro Valley stuff. Okay, one time, play the uh, Andrew Cuomo 29, if you don't mind, because this is incredible stuff. And again, it's literally being ignored by the media. Here we go. I uh, literally, New York State is the state that is suing Donald Trump for ripping babies from the arms of their mother. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. And he's politicized ICE. Excuse me, excuse me, I let you speak. Uh, he, he politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We wow. said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. I mean, that's just crazy. That is just crazy. You could chime in about that again. I'd love to hear what Democrats have to say. If that's, if that's really, I mean, all right, I, if, listen, if Republicans say crazy things like John McCain and Jeff, like they, when the gang of eight went off the rails, trying to give amnesty to everybody. Right. Without even actually securing the border and all this other stuff. Republican voters, Republicans stood up and said, no, no, no. When McCain tried the B.S. McCain-Kennedy Act back in 05 to give amnesty to people, people stood up and said, no, 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 no. That's not what we that's not my party. It's not what we're doing. Where are the Democrats standing up saying this is not my party? These are American citizens going after gang members, uh, people here legally, lawbreakers, that kind of stuff. They do so much that people don't even know about. Again, a week from this time, I'm going to have Tom Holman, former ICE director, on the show when I'm live from D.C. 7.10 in the morning next Thursday. So anyway, listen, we'll see what people are made of. I'm just curious as to what you think and what you say. That's all. You think that's what it is? They're going to just fall in line? I think so. I think so. For the most part, I think they will fall in line. Don't be afraid to call the show. I'm not going to yell at you. No, no. Again, I'm just curious as what, but... If if Democrat and there are, there are plenty of people that don't agree with my opinions that mm-hmm. listen to the show mm-hmm. because we're just damn entertaining. Um, but I, you know that's why I'm like if you're not going to call in and say this is terrible like this is just stupid already, then obviously maybe that's what you are. So anyway, we have that. Now let's talk about Oro Valley because there was a big giant landslide win yesterday. Oh, oh, oh man, uh, outgoing mayor. Uh, Satish uh, Higher Math. Satish. Bye. Uh, outgoing Mayor Satish Higher Math. Uh, and the rest of the, the, the peeps got smoked. I mean, smoked. 59% of the vote went to Winfield, just 41 to the incumbent Satish. 7,933 votes to 5619. So it was a 2,300 vote swing. Uh, that was the difference right there. Crazy, isn't it? Uh, the. Incumbent, I got the highest amount of votes in the town council, Mary Snyder, 5,752. 
all three challengers got over 7,000 votes. Wasn't even close. And it was all on the golf course. I'm just telling you, this was a referendum on stupid spending and lying. But there are people that still don't get it. Uh, There was a story on Tucson News Now. They talked to some people, two people, two people in Oro Valley that uh, had differing opinions of the golf course. First, let's play uh, Lynn Pritchett. Lynn Pritchett is a very soft-spoken woman in this. She's up in Oro Valley, lived there over 20 years. Now, it was reported in the story that her house backs up to the La Cañada Golf Course. So if the La Cañada Golf Course goes away that the town owns, she's like, well, that sucks. You know, I bought a house back. I mean, that's what they're thinking. So, of course, she doesn't mind. She's emotionally attached. She can't think clearly. Maybe she does. Who knows? Uh, But, I mean, if you lived on a golf course, you wouldn't mind probably if the town came out and bailed out the golf course and kept it open and other taxpayers paid to make sure that you could continue to live on a golf course, right? That that you wouldn't have a problem with that because you're like, well, this stinks. Of course. But... Like, the brainwashing is really incredible. Okay, let's play her first soundbite. 23, here she is talking with Kevin Adger of Tucson, who's now here we go. Very disappointed. Where I live um, is one of the, is a neighborhood that'll be directly affected yeah. by possible decisions that this group may make. Situated so that you have everything. Lynn Pritchard has been living in Oral Valley for 20-plus years. Everything in this corner. She's a volunteer at the bookshop, too. There's no book that could prepare her for the news pause of a new it, mayor. Is there not a book on math? Spiritual math? Uh, Something. Realistic math. Not Satish math. Realistic math. There's not a book on math at that bookstore? I think they have fuzzy logic. Fuzzy logic math? Math for dummies? Anyway, so uh, Lynn Pritchett. I'm not not against her. I'm just... Yeah, I know. uh, Anyway, so she loved Satish, man. She just, oh, because he bailed her out, you know? She should be mad at Umberto Lopez. And Satish, to be honest with you, but whatever. Um, Lynn is, you know, I wish the reporter would say, so are you okay with the rest of the Oro Valley taxpayers bailing you out, paying for your ability to live in a golf course? But that question never is asked. Anyway, so she loves Satish. Here we go. Go Prepare her for the news of a new mayor and three new council members. This is a very diverse uh, community as far as their uh, beliefs in political realm. What? So... Um, I knew it was going to be close. What does that even mean? But I really thought people loved Higher Math. Higher Math is a Republican. He's a snake, but he's a Republican. What does that have to do? This has nothing to do with politics. See, local politics, it really, it shouldn't have anything to do uh, with your political party. Um, If anything, Higher Math acted like a Democrat. He got the government bigger. They bought stuff. They competed with the private market, and he misspent money. What does that have to do with politics? We're diverse. That just don't make stupid decisions. People were sick and tired of you wasting money lying about it. Now, here is the sickness, okay? Higher math's lies uh, apparently were so good that people believed them. Now, again, the golf course literally has uh, cost taxpayers $6.9 million in the almost four years. $6.9 million in losses. They've had to pay $6.9 million to fix it up, cover losses, everything. In almost four years, yet this woman said this. 
know, it's proved itself. It's proved itself. Um, we're not in the hole. We're not in the red oh. in the Royal Valley. Mm. So why fix what isn't broken? <clears throat> you know, Tucson could be out the red as well if they taxed you mm-hmm. 85%. <sighs> why fix what isn't broken? You see, she bought into the higher math lies of, listen, the golf course is one aspect. The whole town is doing well. Let it go. It's okay. And then they tried to use the thing, well, the pool loses money. Should we close the pool? Sure. Go ahead. I don't care. You know, and I love it. They're competing with, uh, you're, you're competing with people's backyards. Shut up. Give me a break. That's what they say. Because you're competing right now at these discounted rates with private, privately owned golf courses. Whatever. So you have that. Yeah. I mean, I heard that. I'm like, you've got, you got to be kidding me. But whatever. So um, I want you to hear uh, a guy that apparently liked what happened with the election. Carly Fry is his name. Number 25. Moved here four years ago from the East Coast. This is what he said. We were going to try to bid on it. or Carl Fry has a different story about the outcome of the election. Personally, I was happy with the result. Um, I think that uh, it's, it seemed to me that there was uh, an outcry for a change. <laughs> yep. Fry has been living in Oral Valley for four years. He says in his short time living in the town, he saw some questionable decisions from the current leaders. I think a change up doesn't hurt. Um, and again, you know what, it's, it's a small township. Let's go with who, you know, who can be most effective and looking out for our interests. There you go. Carl Fry, it said in the story, Carly. They added a Y. Whatever. Can we just call him Junior? No. Oh. So anyway, Carl Fry with a K. So he thought that, and then and then this is, and then he said the thing that makes sense. Play the next Carl Fry soundbite. Here we go. I like the idea of having it in the community. I just think it has to make sure it has to be you know financially viable, where it doesn't become a burden on the township and it raise our taxes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just and common sense. Just for good effect. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what went down the, the fairway right there was Satish's political career, which is cool. He really thought he was going to go far. He really did. That's the, my guess as to why all of this happened. Whatevs. So anyway, um, so we have that. So I want, uh, and you get, by the way, nobody, not one Democrat that's listening, call up to say what Andrew Cuomo said about ICE was wrong. Nothing. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Or if you think it's right. Yeah, either way, and I'm not going to yell you because you're kind of crazy, but you probably think I'm crazy, so whatever. But this is really insane, right? This is really insane. Um, Now, I want to give you something else. So Bruce Orr testified, right? Bruce Orr, I want to get into this real quick. What he said was incredible behind closed doors. Do you know what he said? Uh, you know, Bruce Orr, again, Bruce Orr, the number four guy, the DOJ. Uh, his wife, Nellie, worked for Fusion GPS. Nellie's Fusion GPS was paid to come up with this Russian dossier about Trump. They paid Christopher Steele. Chris Steele was texting Bruce Orr back and forth. I mean, this whole big thing, all to take down Trump. This whole big giant swamp, right? What he said to a congressman behind closed doors. I'll tell you what he said, and then what happened. That's, I know it's crazy, but you've got to just go with me on this. It's, it's frustrating. I get it, but this is what needs to happen. We'll get to it coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. 727. 
August 30th. This is Thursday. It looks a little uh, cloudy out there, but it's supposed to be 100 and sunny today. It's what, it's what I've been told. It's like Florida. Nice and sticky. Florida. Uh, 100 and mostly sunny today. Yeah, but it's eh. Humidity is only 24%, but watch out. Thunderstorms Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's what I've been told. Next week, Ryan and I will be live in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday and Thursday, broadcasting from there. Uh, special illegal immigration broadcasts. Uh, great guests lined up. Uh, might even add some uh, late uh, late ones that are just unbelievable. I'm waiting for confirmation. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's go really quick to uh, Misha. Misha, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Jared. Hi. Hi. Oh, Misha, Misha's phone. I can I, Can you... Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Thank you, Misha. Perfect. <laughs> I'm on my cell phone and it's charging. I gotcha. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say I listen to you a lot, and um, I don't know if I qualify because I have been a Democrat my whole life, even voted for Obama, but ended up hating him Whoa. at the end. And um, I voted for Trump, and I just I think it's despicable how these the Democrats, and I have a lot of friends, that they're just crazy now. I've never seen anything like it. So let me ask you this: What made you vote for Obama? This is—I'm just so curious about this because we, well, I was a Democrat yeah. my whole life. Okay. I've always voted Democrat. Okay. My family voted Democrat, yeah. um, and that's just what you did. And kind of maybe I'm thinking, but who knows? But now that I'm older, <laughs> and I just have was—I um, didn't like Hillary. Couldn't vote for her, and. You know, I just have been looking at things differently. Did you vote for Obama in 2012 also? Yes, I did. Okay. I mean, there are so many people just like you. I'm just curious about that. And, and that's why I think it factors, and I think it's not just Andrew Cuomo and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders. I think it's, um, I, I think it was Obama going back to make people sit back and think. And you're one of the, I mean, there's hopefully a lot of you. But it's still special that you were able to actually say, I, I can't, this doesn't make sense to me anymore. Um, was, it that, was it that you left the Democrats, or you think they left you? Well, I, you know, I just didn't like um, what, how everything was going, and no one was doing anything, and Trump made common sense to me. And, you know, I'm hoping some people are not listening to your show, because I cannot tell them that I think Trump is doing a good job, <laughs> because... Uh, I can't do it. I just keep my opinions to myself. It's sad, isn't it? You know, it's sad because it's the top down and they just feel stupid. And I, I just don't want to get into it. Sure, I don't know what you're saying. It's, it's, it's just a very tough thing. No, I know what you're saying. I, I, It's very sad. It's like, look at this story we did a couple days ago. That 17-year-old high school girl saw a classmate of hers with a Trump hat on, and she felt that she had the right to go smack him, uh, take the hat off, smack the teacher, curse, all because she thinks the hat is racist. It represents racism. Yeah, you, I, I yeah. think they're, they're, they're not informed. They don't know what they're doing. I'm just coming from, like, a lot of people don't think at all. They've just got, oh, I'm, Hillary should have been president, and we should blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they just don't take any other thing into their head. It's sad. Well, I'm glad that you were able to, uh, to see the light. Let's put it that way. What do you think of the job Trump's doing so far, by the way, since you're a new... I think he's doing a, a good job. He wants to, you know, I'm all for a border wall. Um, it, you know, where I work, and I'm older, I'm 65 now, but I still work, and um, I, I, this, 
I can't even go into uh, why we need a border wall, okay? Mm. But I, I, I'm all for it. That's why one of the reasons I voted for him, because okay. I thought he could get it done, and I think everyone's fighting him like crazy, and it's just too bad. I gotcha. Listen, thank you for sharing. I really appreciate it. You know, hearing stories like yours makes me, and I know people listening, uh, feel good. So thank you very much, Misha. I appreciate yeah, it. we're out here, okay? I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Take care, Misha. All right, have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. 732. We'll get to the Bruce Orr stuff. You got to hear what he said behind closed doors, how many FBI uh, agents did did bad things. We'll get to that. And then um, a uh, a university uh, has added ethical search options. A university library system adds ethical search options so students don't have to see certain things. I'll tell you what that's about as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. (laughs) Again, it's, it's coming up. I invite you to stay with me. Right now on KNST, it's fine. Yes. How you doing? Everything good? Excellent to hear. Happy Thursday. It's 740. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, John McCain and the McCain family excluded Sarah Palin from his funeral. Yeah, see, apparently she wasn't invited. She didn't have the proper documentation to get in there. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah, but he had Obama, come on in, baby. Second thing that I think you need to know, invest in Ed is now off the ballot. Arizona Supreme Court said, and remember, this was supposed to tax uh, the rich people, quote unquote. Anybody making a quarter million bucks or more, uh, you're going to get taxed. Um, this Arizona Supreme Court said that, that there was a lot of disinformation and lying about who really was going to be taxed. Um, and... It's going to do more than increase the tax rate on people earning more than two hundred fifty grand a year. And people weren't informed of this when they signed the petition. So it's out. Good luck, socialists. Third thing, I think you need to know, Andrew Cuomo did it again. America was never great. Well, he has a debate with Cynthia Nixon. They're both trying to be governor of New York. And he called ICE thugs twice in a, I'd say actually now it's a 15 second span. That's the Democratic Party right there. That's Is that your Democratic Party? You Democrat? You agree with that? Ice or thugs? Illegals are welcome. Ice or thugs? Three things I think you need to know. I mean, between that and California, we played it yesterday. Gavin Newsom wants to be the governor of California, and he wants universal health care for illegal aliens in California. Isn't that nice? That's why we need a water wall. Excuse me, we need a border wall uh, around New York and California. God, it's so ridiculous. All right, so we have that. So really quick, uh, Bruce Orr testified behind a closed door. Uh, Closed door yesterday, or uh, closed door. He apparently gave lawmakers um, some information. It says here in the Washington Examiner, uh, Justice Department official Bruce Orr gave lawmakers a list of half a dozen Senior FBI and DOJ officials who knew about his interactions with people tied to the Trump dossier, according to a Republican congressman. Again, Bruce Orr, DOJ guy's wife worked for Fusion GPS. They never disclosed that. Fusion GPS paid to have, or they were paid to create a fake Russian dossier that connected Russia to Trump and Trump to Russia, and it's a bunch of crap. His wife was there. He was talking to the guy that was paid to create it, Chris Steele. I mean, it's all there. So um, what happened here uh, is that on Tuesday this happened and 
Congressman John Radcliffe of Texas didn't identify the officials or named, but he told Hannity he has heard Hannity mention some of them on his program. At least one of these officials signed off on a FISA warrant. FISA warrant application seeking authority to spy on one-time Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. Advising this individual, I would retain a really good lawyer. Yes, that's, yeah, that's, there you go. Um, so this happened. He gave a list of at least of, of a half a dozen, a list of a half a dozen senior FBI and DOJ officials that knew about his interactions with people tied to the Trump dossier. And he had, again, Bruce Orr was all about, he was at the DOJ, he was about busting drugs. Orr told lawmakers that former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe was one of the officials. He informed about witness bias and hearsay in the dossier. And yet McCabe signed off on one of the FISA warrant applications. Huh. That eight hours of testimony. Interesting. Uh, Sources who spoke to ABC News emphasized Orr was a rogue actor whose efforts held little sway. Yeah, there you go. He was really nothing. That's what we're going to say. He was nothing. So uh, this is what's interesting. So he gave a list of six people that knew exactly what was going on. Right? And what's frustrating to you and me, and this is why we get sick of this crap, talk, 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 talk. Why hasn't anybody been charged with anything? Right? Why hasn't that happened? Why Nobody's charged with anything. Nobody's indicted. Nobody's getting a perp walk. It's frustrating as hell, isn't it? Isn't it? So there you go. That's that's just the latest there. Um, mm-hmm. And then, by the way, I told you yesterday about Hillary Clinton, uh, the story in the Business Insider and the New York Times, by the way, the New York Times had the story. FBI is calling fake news in the New York Times now. Isn't that nice? Uh, they said that uh, uh, Hillary Clinton's server, which was unprotected, was hacked by a Chinese firm in the Washington, D.C. area. They put some kind of uh, spyware or software on it, a program on it, that basically mirrored, it gave them a copy of every email Hillary was uh, was sent and every email uh, she received. So every email she sent, every email she received, they got copies of it. And between 2010 and 2012, uh, between 18 and 20 CIA operatives were killed or arrested by the Chinese government. We know this. However, the FBI came out after that report and said there's no evidence proving Hillary's email servers were compromised. Did they even look? Because part of that story was that uh, Peter Stroke was told about this. FBI officials were told, and they didn't, they didn't do anything. So you're telling me that 18 to 20 people were killed? This is a separate story, Business Insider. 18 to 20 people were killed by the Chinese government, but Hillary, just randomly? Nothing to do with Hillary's server and CIA sources getting outed? Really? Huh. Just throwing that out there. Now, let's move on. This is uh, This is something interesting. The College Fix has this story. What caught my attention was the headline. University library system adds ethical search options so students can avoid the term illegal aliens. Yep, ethical. Non-citizens, undocumented immigrants added to the keyword list. So today we've learned that monkeying around is a racist term and apparently it's not ethical to say illegal aliens, non-citizens, undocumented immigrants. In an effort to avoid problematic search terms, the University of Colorado Boulder announced that their library system added several new immigration subject headings to its library database, 
cataloging immigrant-related materials under titles like non-citizens, undocumented immigrants, so students can stop seeing things like illegal aliens. They're not going to call them pre-Americans? Uh, or just, you know, <laughs> pre-Americans, pre-Americans. Uh, uh, unofficial Americans, whatever it might be. American in name only. Uh, they even had the libraries enhanced and added inclusive non-Library of Congress subject headings to 5,367 library catalogs on the topic of immigration in an effort to foster diversity and inclusion in the libraries and on campus. So illegal aliens will hurt somebody's feelings. Non-citizen won't. Undocumented immigrant won't. Illegal alien will. This is what they're doing now. Uh, Now visitors to the University of Colorado's libraries can carry out keyword searches using more ethical subject headings, they said in a statement without being limited to using problematic subject headings, such as illegal aliens. Why is that a problem? It's not a problem. It's a reality, right? It's a reality. And the reality it is, it's a problem. Exactly. Great freaking point. Yes. And how is it inclusive to exclude a term, by the way? I don't understand that one. So that's whatever. Well, what these dummies don't understand, they're censoring. Exactly. They're censoring. They just don't want people to know this stuff. Again, accept everything that we like. We're accepting of everyone, but you have to accept what we like, and we don't want to accept what you like. Yep, 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 yep. So there's that, which is nice. Isn't that good? Isn't that? Yeah. Uh-huh. 749. We'll continue. Uh, again, looking for Democrats. That uh, it's still not Democrats. That There's a bunch of them here in Tucson. You guys, this chicken... And play the shortened version of Andrew Cuomo, if you don't mind, real quick. Andrew Cuomo, again, in a debate running for governor of New York last night, said horrific things about ICE. Absolutely horrific things. Listen to this. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. And he's politicized ICE. Excuse me. Excuse me. I let you speak. He, He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. Is that your Democratic Party? Are you not ashamed of that? Or are you okay with that? I'm just curious. We'll see if you have the guy. We had somebody that was a former Democrat call up. 880-KNST, 880-5678, Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Unbound.org. Oh, yes. Hello, 807 already. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, I hope you enjoy the entertainments. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, John McCain showing his true colors, not only inviting Barack Obama to his funeral and even to eulogize him, uh, he also made sure Sarah Palin would not be invited to his funeral. What if Sarah Palin just wanted to walk right across into the funeral, like across the border, without the proper documentation? Would John McCain have a problem with that? Would Jeff Flake, who was there, have a problem with that? And anyway, that's John McCain's true colors once again coming out. He's asking for it. He he wanted this to be this way. He exclude Sarah Palin. Never liked it to begin with. The second thing that I think you need to know, invest in Ed, that ballot initiative. 
No longer a ballot initiative. Arizona Supreme Court says, you're out of here. You didn't inform the signers of the petition that uh, the taxation is going to be a lot more than people making two, uh, 250 grand and up. You weren't honest with them. It's off the ballot. Pretty cool stuff, huh? Pretty cool stuff. Second thing, uh, third thing that I think you need to know, Andrew Cuomo debating Cynthia Nixon. Um, Andrew Cuomo stepped in it again. After America has never been great, never was great, whatever he said. Uh, he also came out yesterday in his debate to prove how left he was. This is the Democratic Party today, and he said, ICE is a bunch of thugs. Twice. Can you play the uh, it, and can you play the, the sound the short sound bite if you don't mind? This is what he said yesterday. Here we go. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. But and he's politicized ICE. You excuse me, excuse me, I let you speak. He he politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. Wow. Three things I think you need to know. And by the way, all morning long the phone lines have been open. And I'm asking for, because there are a lot of Democrats here in Tucson, I'm asking if there's any Democrats that would actually condemn what Andrew Cuomo said. Now, you know, Supervisor Dick Elias would never condemn it. He agrees with it. Matter of fact, he's racist. He thinks Border Patrol is racist. So it is what it is. Um, you know, uh, Sharon the Bro- Driver Bronson wouldn't uh, condemn it. W- you know, if you're a Democrat, this is just common sense, isn't it? It's common sense. You're an American. It's common sense. This Democratic Party is getting crazier by the day. So we're still waiting for an actual current Democrat to say, you know, Garrett, I don't agree with a lot of stuff you say. But you're right about this. This is this is too far. Like, I don't I don't recognize this party. Or you might say, you know what? I agree with him. Which then I'm like waiting. I'm waiting for someone to say, are you going to call police thugs? Are you going to call Pima County Sheriff's deputies thugs? Because they separate parents, moms, if you want, from their kids when they have to arrest them, right? Yeah. So you have that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have the uh, the college stories coming up in just one second. But Ryan's telling me to do this. Sarah, welcome to KNST. Hello. Oh, good morning. I wasn't asking to be on, but that's cool. I uh, I was ambivalent about calling, but I have a suggestion for you. I love your idea about you know doing an offset on the diamonds and silk people, mm-hmm. you know. And but I don't know. For me, I I had a, a suggestion different than CZ and Spandex because I I find it that doesn't the concept is good, but that doesn't have a ring, you know. It just doesn't catch my attention. Mm. So my my suggestion or you know alternative idea for you to consider is how about plastic and jeans. What, plastic and jeans? Jeans. I think jeans are more universal than, than spandex. I mean, not everybody wears spandex. It'll catch you. And, and plastic, you know, I mean, a lot of fake jewelry, plastic beads, plastic pearls, instead of the CZ and, and spandex. It's just an idea for you to consider. Take an office survey or do whatever you want. And, you know, if you don't like it, that's okay. Well, that's all. I thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your idea. I, I will not use your idea because I think mine's better. <laughs> But okay. but I appreciate you listening, and I really appreciate you uh, you going with that. Because I get what, what do you think about the opposite of a diamond? Isn't it cubic zirconia? Well, a cubic zirconia is a fake trying to be a diamond. Exactly, that's what we're trying to be. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Well, okay, then I guess I missed the concept. We're trying to be the we're trying to be the we're trying to be the fake diamond and silk. 
<laughs> okay, I All got right. it. Well, I guess I missed it. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Sarah, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Take, right, take, take care. care. Bye-bye. Uh, hey, real quick. Uh, hang on, hang on. And that's why we call it the Beer Club for Men. <laughs> what? I'm just wow. I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> Moving on. People take that way too seriously. But really quick, before you go with your thing, there was a woman that like uh, was very upset with me on on uh, Tuesday at the beer club meeting that we had because she's like, you know, I was asked by someone, "Are you going to go to Garrett's beer club tonight?" And and she said, "I told her no, it's only for men." They said, "Women go." And she, what? So she came up to me and she's like, "You have to be more clear, more clear." about women being able to go to the beer club. I said, you listen to my show like you get my humor, right? I mean, you, 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 you get it, right? Well, you got you to be more clear. You, you just you got to be more clear. It's your New York accent. Is that what it is? Yeah. So I, I'm just like, listen, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Act. But women are always welcome here because we need someone to serve us the drinks and then the, the, the fire shooting out of her eyes. <laughs> Oh, man. I think it's brilliant what we're doing. Cubic zirconia <laughs> and, and spandex. spandex instead of diamond and silk. Oh. Is it bad, though, if you, have to, if you have to explain the joke? It's not very fun. <laughs> but I think you get it. Sarah, I get it. Listen, people looking out for our best interests, and I, I, I love that. I love that. Well, we got a guy commenting on uh, the separation of uh, kids and families real quick. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ted, welcome to KNST. Hello. Good morning. You guys always get me thinking, which may not be a good thing. That's but dangerous right there, yes. Do you guys consider your employee thugs? You're separated from your kids right now, aren't you? Yeah, but we're not complaining about that. That's the, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's okay. I mean, it's, but that you know, it's... matter whether you complain or not. You're still separated from your kids. I believe you're shh. working for a bunch of thugs. Shh. Well, that's oh, for oh, different yeah, reasons, but shh. Don't... Do something you check. Okay. okay. Thank you, Ted. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we'll give you a tour still if you like. It's, true. it's that Ted. My kid likes to eat. Anyway, so no, no, I know what you're saying, and I miss my children dearly. But uh, <clears throat> it's uh, yeah. Okay, we done. We good. Can we move on? Don't start. Don't start. So uh, there's a college here in Arizona that is accepting the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. Have you heard about this? You probably haven't, because why Why should you? Why should anybody else talk about this? Uh, Black Lives Matter, the same organization that uh, the good old police chief, by the way, the good old police chief of Tucson, Chris Magnus, stood out there with the sign when he was the police chief of Richmond, California. I mean, just brilliant move. Brilliant move. Yeah, let me, let me stand with a bunch of people that hate cops. Awesome. Let me really get my cops back. Oh, yeah, fantastic, right? So, uh, anyway... Um, black, the black, this Black Lives Matter co-founder, her name is Patrice Colors. She has joined the faculty of Prescott College. Prescott College has been out there. I first, I'm, I'm trying to get it. Maybe two, three years ago. I don't know if you remember it or not, Ryan. Prescott's way out there. Yeah, no, no, no. There, there was a story about something at Prescott College. They had some kind of a student. There was something going on there a couple of years ago. We talked about it. It was a big controversy. Was it education? Something like that. So, something. They did something. And I just know that they are. I, I should have Googled it, but I didn't really care very much. I just know they're a little bit out there. Apparently, according, and the Daily Wire is reporting this, by the way. Um, apparently, she's going to teach the students ins, the ins and outs of activism. You have to go to college now to go be an activist? It's like going to college majoring in dance. Aren't there studios you pay for a lot cheaper than a college tuition to go study dance? There's one right next to us. I know. 
So, Colors is going to serve as an adjunct professor, co co-founder of Black Lives Matter. We're very proud. We're going to teach kids how to be activists. Hey, mom, dad, I'm going to get a degree in how to be an activist. Maybe, maybe I'll be president one day. She is quoted as saying, I've introduced my own course around social practice and art course and the impact art and cultural work has on organizing. This, this is what's going to get kids jobs. This is what is the what? You know, maybe she could teach them new chants because that whole hey, hey, ho, ho. Yeah, it's not a bad that's idea. That's got to go. <laughs> I mean, More my, colorful science. My, my own course around this social practice and art and the impact art and cultural work has on organizing. Organizing what? I don't. My like, desk? Are they going to be able to, to make better masks for the Antifa crowd? Like what's going on? Anyway, she she's quoted as saying, both those worlds exist in me, and often they're completely separated and not really talked about. Now, there might be some wacko parents. There are. We know this. I would never let my kid go to Prescott College. But this is insane. She's 34 years old. She wants to teach kids how to be activists. They're in the school's social justice and community organizing program. Maybe that's what we talked about. That they have a social justice and community organizing program? You go to college for this now. I mean, what a scam, by the way. What a scam. I'm paying to learn how to be a a community organizer. Uh, According to the Prescott College website, the curriculum combines a unique focus on critical race theory, anti-colonial theory, feminist and queer theory, critical political economy, and third world liberation theory. Oh, wow. Students spend their first semester working in the field, beginning with a month-long orientation in Los Angeles, California, where Colors has emerged as one of the most prominent organizers in the region. In January, they'll travel to the U.S.-Mexico border for three weeks. Yay! Exploring the social and environmental impacts and social justice organizing possibilities created by globalization. You know, maybe they could organize uh, a bunch of people to pick up all the trash if the illegals leave in the desert. That's a great idea. Organize that, please. That's a great idea. I would almost be willing to go down there and help. Almost. Mm-hmm. So she says this in a release. Artists and cultural workers historically and presently play a significant role in shaping movements. I think business people actually do. Maybe you get a business degree because the guy that's in the White House knows business. And he seems to be doing a kick-ass job in it, isn't he? Don't forget the last guy in the White House, though. Exactly. He knew this stuff. He knew this stuff, and he's a complete and total failure. Those are just fighting words. Oh, man. Is failure now racist? Yes. Stop monkeying around. Sorry? For at least six years, this woman has been creating art to complement her grassroots work. The first meeting of what would become Black Lives Matter Global Network took place in L.A. at an art center. Of course, what did they have? Uh, street protest dances, poetry, and artist concepts. Now, you ready for this? Because it ties back to Obama. This woman first became involved with social justice drives as a 17-year-old high school student. Colors started volunteering with a local public transportation advocacy group led by Eric Mann, a former weather underground radical. He mentored and trained her for several years. Weather Underground, you know who else is part of Weather Underground? Mm -hmm. Bill Ayers. Mm -hmm. Bill Ayers got Obama's political career started in his living room. Oh, yeah. You ready for this one, too? Because this ties back to Tucson. 
L.A. Weekly, I guess it's like the Tucson Weekly here we have here. Uh, they reported a distinctly working class nonprofit, the Bus Riders Union, was colors entry into political organizing. The Bus Riders Union. What do we have right here in Tucson? The Bus Riders Union. What is the dues, by the way, for that union? <laughs> that may want to join. I know. We're gonna. I, I've, I've never understood this thing. Okay, we're going to go on strike. Okay, you're going to walk instead of take the bus? Ooh, that's your problem, right? <laughs> that's your problem. But this is what happens. So the Bus Riders Union. Wow. It started down in the uh, the Weather Underground. Mm-hmm. Nice, huh? Every time you say Weather Underground, I just think of the Weather Girls. <clears throat> it's raining, man. Yeah. Right now, by the way, this woman leads a campaign in Los Angeles County to stop the construction of two new jails and give a civilian oversight panel legal powers of the Sheriff's Department. <laughs> and she's going to be at Prescott College. All right, we'll continue. 821. Insane, isn't it? Absolutely insane in the membrane because that's, yeah, that's where we are. Uh, 821, you can comment. And we're also, again, looking for an actual Democrat, an actual Democrat that says, uh, I am embarrassed about what Andrew Cuomo was saying and doing and everything else. We, we've yet to find that person. We'll continue in five. It's uh, we have your reaction. And again, the college that is banning and uh, uh, stopping. 9-11 signs, remembrance signs from being uh, put up. That's coming up on KNST. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our I Hear Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword CASINO to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus I Heart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's CASINO to 200-200. 8-27, thank you for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me there. I'll be putting things up. I do, uh, you know, every day, I think, I hope, I believe. We'll go with that. Leave me alone. KNST.com for all kinds of uh, highlights, videos, interviews. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis for my channel, iHeartRadio app. Search Garrett Lewis. Uh, You have everything up there, right? Everything up there. Uh, Ryan's Choice Cuts, segments, interviews, entire shows. Life-changing advice. Yes. No charge. You get it for free. It's as simple as that. Mike, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hey, good morning, Garrett. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, I know since you're maybe a transplant area, maybe you do, maybe you don't know about the Arizona's five C's that it's known for. Oh, I'm aware of that. So you, here's the thing. You, right, want, me, so you want me to say cotton, don't you? Well, we have, we have cow, cotton, copper, okay. uh, climate, and citrus, right? So you're going to be dealing with diamond and silk because yes. you guys ought to be like copper and cotton. You know, Arizona connection. Now, now here, here's the thing. And I thought of that. I thought of But you know what's so crazy? Are you aware of the whole situation with Ron DeSantis? The media is trying to say since he said we can't monkey around and, and mess up uh, what, what we have going on here in Florida. And since the guy's going against is black, they said it's racist. Since Diamond yeah. and Silk are racist, I've been browbeaten. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, but I've been browbeaten. That if I said the word cotton and they're black, somehow people are going to insinuate that that's racist. Well, hey, anything to get people talking, right? Hey, well, there's that, too. But, no, that's... That's what I'm thinking. First, and let's go back a second. Uh, I'm assuming you're not from New York, since you're telling me about the five C's of of uh, of, of Arizona, right? Yeah. Well, no, but we moved from uh, Boston back in '54. So, so oh, '54. Back then. But here's the thing: you appropriated my culture. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't feel so bad because he said cotton and cattle at first. I'm like. Why are you calling me fat? Yeah, by, by far, Ryan would tell he would be the cattle by far. Oh. It wouldn't even be close. Who would be well, copper? Well, you know, when, when, when you in town for a while, so you can really call yourself a native when you start going to restaurants a longer 
then the wait staff has been alive. There you go. No, you're right. You're right about that. Th- thank you for the phone call. Once again, I decline <laughs> your advice, just like I declined Sarah. <laughs> We're right. going to go with CZ, and I'm going to go with spandex because it's funny because ryan should never wear spandex exactly that's why i said it no man should ever wear spandex ever including those guys right now that you're you're driving and they're riding the bicycles it's It's a good thing they're sitting like why the spandex what what, you can't wear regular shorts does it slow you down yeah are you gonna win the race every time you ride a bike the wind decides to blow against you and they open up like a parachute that's why i drive a car exactly why I have an electric bike. So when I work out, part of the workout is running on a treadmill. Yes. Is the wind, and we have fans, is the wind going to slow me down? Is it going to get in my way? You know what? They should, you know what? You, they should wear regular, hang on. You should, they should wear regular shorts. They should want the wind resistance so they get a better workout. What about the timing? Who cares? They're not going to win anything. <laughs> Amateurs. It's a they two side. Yeah, okay. Uh, that has, ever since they let a transgender woman win that, doesn't matter anymore to me. So really quick, uh, Ripon College, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, in Ripon, Ripon, yeah. Wisconsin, R-I-P-O-N. Um, they have said that students, 9-11, never forget posters, are biased. They are biased. Why? Those posters, 9-11, never forget, and they have on it, they have pictures of ISIS guys ready to cut off James Foley's head. Um, the uh, World Trade Center on fire. All this stuff, right? Daniel Pearl, all this stuff, they have it there. This is what 9-11 is, right? The school says the posters violate their bias policy, citing the fact that the imagery on the posters is exclusively focused on Islamic terrorism. They're freaking 9-11 never forget posters. Holy smokes. A school official, though, at Ripon College in Ripon, Wisconsin, said the posters create an environment where students from a Muslim background would feel singled out or harassed. Nobody said every Muslim's a terrorist, for God's sakes. You can't run from this. The Muslim student should be pissed off at the Muslim terrorists. One administrator reportedly said there is nothing that this poster in particular adds to the conversation about 9-11 or about the politics of terrorism, or about national security or responses to it that couldn't be done easily and more constructively without it. Let's paint the past. Let's hide the past. Let Oh, yeah, let's not even acknowledge the past. Are you kidding me right now? You change history, you change oh, the future. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, yes, that's what it is. Listen, it's just too mean. The, the idea of what actually happened on 9-11 is too mean to current Muslims or anybody else. Oh, yeah, it's, ter- it's terrible. This is what's happening. Ripon College. Ripon College in Ripon, Wisconsin. This has nothing to do with it. No. This adds nothing to the conversation about 9-11, even though it's actually pictures of 9-11 and the terrorists that want to kill us because, well, they showed it on 9-11. Hmm. They have Iranian hostages as well, by the way. That has nothing to do with 9-11. It's all about Islamic terrorism, for God's sakes. I, um, a school official said the posters focus relentlessly on one religious organization, one religious group, one religious identity. Well, uh, maybe I should explain something to you about 9-11 and Islamic terrorism. Ripon College.
Yeah. Uh, one person said, some things on the poster don't have anything to do with 9-11. I'm not sure I think the Iran hostage issue was Islamic terrorism. They actually said that. Yep. Islamic terrorism represents a small percentage of the terrorist attacks that happened to this country. What? They show a very small picture of a specific religion or nationality instead of the larger viewpoint. Yep, you can comment if you'd like. I mean, it is what it is. This is stupid academia. Uh, people pay for this, by the way. And, and by the way, a buddy of mine sent uh, on the Wikipedia page, this is awesome, about Prescott College, which has the 9-11, I mean, the Black Lives Matter co-founder there. This is awesome. Um, average cost after aid to go to Prescott College, 22 grand. Graduation rate, 33%. Acceptance rate, 70%. For liberal arts, the environment, and social justice. 835. There you have it. Oh, yeah. Talk about this, and uh, I have a story for you. Uh, Border Patrol had the audacity uh, to separate a mom from uh, her child. They arrested people crossing the border, and a mom and a child separated. Where are the complaints? Wait till you hear about the mom and the child. It's coming up. Here's the news. Word up. How you doing? Everything good? 842, three things that I think you need to know. Number one, John McCain. Oh, John McCain. John McCain made sure that Sarah Palin would not be able to come to his funeral. Barack Obama could. He excluded Sarah Palin. Yep. Great guy. Second thing that I think you need to know. By the way, Trump's always proven right, isn't he? How could you say that about the guy Trump? How could you do this? All oh, it's all coming out now, isn't it? He always for somehow, some way, the guy always proves to be right, right? Second thing that I think you need to know, invest in Ed was supposed to be on the ballot and uh, people were gonna vote to tax the hell if they want to tax the hell out of the rich quote unquote people. Well, Arizona Supreme Court just said it throw it off the ballot. The people signing the petition were ill informed, uh, misguided, whatever it is. That uh, it was a lot more than just people making 250 grand that were going to be taxed, so get it off the ballot. Third thing I think you need to know is that Andrew Cuomo and the Democratic Party is they're losing their minds. At a debate, gubernatorial debate with Cynthia Nixon last night, he actually came out and called ICE thugs twice in 13 seconds, in one sentence. ICE are a bunch of thugs. That's what the guy said. Is that your Democratic Party? Three things that I think you need to know. And by the way, phones are still open. It, we know there are Democrats here in Tucson. Are they scared? I know they listen. Aren't you ashamed of your Democratic Party? Again, I'll make the comparison really quick. When John McCain came out with Ted Kennedy for an amnesty bill back in 05, Republican voters, Republican people stood up and said, no way. No way. Um, when the Republicans do things that we don't like, we stand up and we say, what the hell's going on? I don't think so. How can you do this? What's happening? Blah, 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 right? That's what's going on. Why can't Democratic voters do the same? Those are the rules now, huh? Why can't they do the same? Is there nothing there? Three things I think you need to know. But I already said that, didn't I? Okay, I know. Don't do Inside baseball. Inside baseball. Uh, okay. Now, um, I wanted to pass this one on to you. And we'll get back into the DeSantis stuff because I have more to talk about, more reaction uh, about, you know, apparently the term monkeying around is now racist. It's really sick. Really sick. So uh, there's a story that I saw. Breitbart, Texas has this story. Um, well, you know, play, uh, play the Andrew Cuomo thing real quick. Why are ice thugs? This is why ice are thugs. Um, 
this leads into it, okay? Uh, listen to this. Here we go. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. But and he's politicized ICE. Excuse me, excuse me, I let you speak. He, he politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. And the reason, we, that's the short version. He said they're thugs because they, he said New York State wouldn't let ICE rip, uh, they, they were suing them because we don't, we won't work with them because they rip babies out of their mom's hands and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's what he said. You want to, uh, that's, not the, that's not the right one. You want to do the long one? Okay, play the, just the beginning of it. He says it there. Here we go. I uh, literally, New York State is the state that is suing Donald Trump for ripping babies from the arms of their mother. There you go. Okay, so that happened. So here's a story from Bob Price at Breitbart. Border Patrol agents in the Rio Grande Valley sector arrested seven Salvadoran nationals who illegally crossed the border from Mexico. They identified, uh, they were identified as members of MS-13. Rio Grande Valley sector agents arrested nine from El Salvador between Friday and Wednesday. During processing, the nine Salvadorans were identified as members of MS-13, according to Rio Grande Valley sector border patrol officials. So nine right there between Friday and Wednesday. Nine from El Salvador, all MS-13 gang members. Agents said one of the Salvadoran nationals was a female member traveling with her eight-year-old child. What did they do? They separated the mother from the child. The mother is a freaking gang member of MS-13. This isn't ICE. This is Border Patrol. Should Border Patrol not have separated the mother from the child? MS-13 gang member. Would that be wrong? Would that be bad? Huh. Yeah. Uh, Agents assigned to the McAllen station, by the way, arrested two members of MS-13 in separate incidents on Friday. Both men have prior orders of removal from an immigration judge, according to Rio Grande Valley Border Patrol officials. So you don't think we need that wall? They keep coming over. On Friday night, agents arrested a group of four who illegally crossed the border near the town of La Grua. Lagrula, G-R-U-L-L-A, Lagrula, whatever, Texas. One of the men was a previously deported Salvadoran who was affiliated with MS-13. He has an extensive criminal history, according to officials. The Nassau County, Florida Police Department arrested the criminal alien for intimidating a witness, resisting arrest, assault with intent to cause physical injury with a weapon, and disorderly conduct. Currently is wanted in Florida by Florida law enforcement for probation violations for the crimes I just said. So these are more. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But how about the fact that they separated a mom uh, from her child and the mom just happened to be a MS-13 gang member? I'm surprised it's not crying that it's a, you know, you're taking away her human rights, her mother rights to be a mom. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm waiting. Wouldn't surprise me. So anyway, these are all the stories of MS-13 crossing the border, uh, different parts of America, different parts of our southern border. And uh, one just happens to also be a, you know, <clears throat> a mom. Separated from her kid. Where's the crying? Where is it? Where is it? Anywhere? Yeah. So we have that, which is nice. Uh, you know what I get to at, at 9, 10, even though I know that um, I know that we have the story to get to with DeSantis and things like that, but um, have you ever felt the need when you see people around Tucson or the greater Tucson area, Pima County, the people standing in the medians with the signs, now they go to parking lots, and they want money, and you feel bad. You see these people walking around. I mean, if you come to where we are at Oracle and Fort Lowell, you see them in our parking lot. Mm-hmm. You see them walking around. 
Do you remember the story that took place uh, several months ago? It, w- it was everywhere. This woman was amazing. Homeless guy. This couple from New Jersey. I think she was in the Philly area, though. Philly, New Jersey, very close. Um, this woman, Katie McClure, was driving and she ran out of gas. Right? Do you remember that? She ran out of gas. Um, and uh, this homeless guy, she was scared, but this homeless guy said, stay in your car, it's not a good area. I'll go get you gas. And he went back and got her gas and came back and he said, you, you stay there. Well, she gave the guy 20 bucks um, as a thank you because she was stranded on a Philadelphia highway, empty gas tank. She raised a GoFundMe account just to see if she could do something for the guy. It went viral, raised over 400,000 bucks. Do you remember this story? Guy who's, I think, a former Marine, somehow lost his business, ended up there, blah, blah, blah. So they raised over $400,000. Well, now he is suing them. The homeless guy suing the couple. Her and her boyfriend set up this GoFundMe account, suing them. They helped him so much. Why is he suing? What is he demanding? What did he do? Wait till you hear. We'll do that at uh, about 9.07, 9.08 this morning. You don't want to miss it. 8.50, we'll continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Bound.org. Oh, yes. What is up, 906? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three, count them, three, three, three things I think you need to know. What's wrong with that, by the way? There's nothing wrong with that, Ryan. You're shaking your head. Tree. Come on. Is it Arbor Day? Come on. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, John McCain excluded Sarah Palin from his funeral. Oh, yeah. A lot of gratitude there. I'll bring in uh, Barack Obama and Mike Bloomberg. Again, I find it ironic that uh, Amnesty John uh, would exclude her. But again, what you know, he only wants people with the proper documentation. She wasn't given an invitation. So she doesn't have the paper that's needed to get in. Nice, huh? Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, invest in Ed is out. It's off the ballot. Arizona Supreme Court said... Basically, the people that signed the petition weren't told the truth about it and who's going to be affected by the taxes. So it is out. So uh, good luck, the socialist movement of Invest for Ed. I know there are teachers that aren't socialists that back it because they want more money and all this other stuff and blah, blah. I get it. I get it. But the guy that was in charge of the whole thing, the couple of guys, they are hardcore avowed socialists. Plus, you got the union getting in there. Leave me alone. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know uh, and this is uh, this is another big one right here, man. Ho, 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 ho. Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, in a debate with Cynthia Nixon yesterday, said uh, that ICE is a bunch of thugs. Said it twice in 13 seconds. ICE is a bunch of thugs. You don't believe me? It's 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 below it. It's uh, number what what number is this again? You got it. You sure? All right, let's play it. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. But and he's politicized ICE. Excuse me, excuse Act. me, I let you speak. He, he politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. Hmm. Yep. There you go. Three things I think you need 
to know. You know, I'm surprised we haven't heard from a uh, ICE agent or agents anonymously saying, you know, this is. I think they've had this is what we got to put yeah, up no, with. Yeah. Well, again, we'll be live in Washington D.C. next week on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, and on Wednesday, right? He said, "No, no, it's Thursday. I'm sorry, it's Thursday. I'm looking at my my setup." Uh, Tom Homan, the former acting director of ICE, is going to be with me Thursday at seven ten in the morning. Talk about all this stuff. Matter of fact, we actually have some sound bites. We'll get to that after. We'll get to that after. We have those sound bites. We have to get to. But I want to talk about this also. Uh, here in Tucson uh, and in um, um, the world, the well, Pima County, you name it, you have. Uh, People that stand up with signs, you never know if they're truthful, veteran, homeless, this, that, blah, blah, and they want money. And some people feel bad and they give the money. Some people feel bad and don't give the money. Some people just drive by drive by and don't trust them, uh, and that's just the way it is. Do you, you ever feel compelled? Have you ever given money? You ever, you ever helped out someone like, you know, like this? You ever just sit back, you know, I know what you're thinking. You, you look and they go, they almost look, you know, healthy. Are they on drugs? Are they not on drugs? How come they can't get a job? I, mean, I remember my mom... Um, she went to get gas up in the Phoenix area and uh, she noticed a guy standing there with a sign. So she went in and bought one of the sandwiches and went to give it to the guy. And the guy said, I don't want that. I just want money. So you sit back and say, all right, who's on drugs? Who's not on drugs? And there are people that, you know, are going to say, Garrett, you're a jerk. You're this. No, no, not really, but whatever. Um, I've been suckered in the past. Uh, it happens. I do feel bad, but then I just sit back and I say, man, who, are they on drugs? Are they helping themselves? Because how many times have you driven by and it's some person probably in their 20s, maybe even 30s, and you're like, why can't you go get a job? You can get a, good, you'll get a job at, uh, you know, McDonald's or Walmart or something. Go, you can do it. There are places that can help you. They can get a change of clothes, a shower, shave, do it. Some people are mentally, you know, mentally challenged. They have mental health. I, I get it. Let me go back to this story, though. Do you remember this story about this uh, couple from New Jersey? This lady was driving on a uh, highway in Philadelphia. Ran out of gas. All of a sudden, this homeless guy's walking up to her on the highway. And she's scared. He said, look, stay here. It's not good. I'll go get uh, gas for you. Came back with a gas can. She said, oh, my God, that's so nice. She gave him his la- She gave him her last 20 bucks. And then she moved on. But she's, just, she's like, I always felt bad. I always felt bad. Do you remember this story? Mark D'Amico and Katie McClure. Katie McClure is the girl. So she's told her boyfriend, we have to do something about this. And they set up a GoFundMe account. And it went viral on social media. They wound up raising over $400,000. I believe this guy was a uh, uh, Marine that somehow lost his business. Things happened. It just, it just, the bottom fell out quickly, ended up being homeless. So they raised over 400000 bucks, And they said, we're not going to give him just, you know, cash, 400000 bucks. We want to make sure everything's okay. Well, the guy that they helped, Johnny Bobbitt, I don't think there's any relation to Lorena, yeah, he's a vet. Um, he is now suing them. He's suing them. Claiming that they stole the money that rightfully belongs to him. Um, he said the couple mishandled the funds, alleging that they spent the money on personal vacations, a new car, so he has filed suit against them. Fox 26 Houston says Bobbitt's lawsuit contends the couple committed fraud by taking money from the fundraising campaign for themselves, He's seeking undisclosed damages, and his lawyers want a judge to appoint someone to oversee the account. But that's his side of the story. You probably don't know this because nobody watches Megyn Kelly Today on NBC, but the couple went on Megyn Kelly Today and denied the allegations. 
They said they've used hundreds of thousands of dollars from the fund on shelter and necessities for this guy. But they thought giving him any more large sums of cash would be bad because he blew through the past offerings on drugs. Uh, The boyfriend, D'Amico, said if he needed anything, he got it. There was never a question. They said they spent a large chunk of cash on the funds uh, of the funds on a camper for this Johnny Bobbitt, which was originally parked on land owned by the girlfriend's family. They bought clothing, food, a laptop, TV, hotel bills. There's right now about 150 grand left in funds, they said. Spent 250,000 bucks. D'Amico, the guy, told Megyn Kelly he initially began handling the money simply because Bobbitt didn't have a bank account or any identification. After Bobbitt allegedly spent 25 grand in less than two weeks on drugs in December, they were worried he'd end up back where he was. They said, we saw the pattern that was developing. Drug habit. Bobbitt, unfortunately, is reportedly back where he was, homeless, living under a bridge. He admitted to spending some of the donated money on drugs, though he said someone used to help family and friends. D'Amico did admit to borrowing and paying back 500 bucks in the account after Bobbitt consented to it, but says the pair have otherwise never used the money on themselves. Now, now, the woman, the girlfriend, said the couple has received death threats over the allegations by Bobbitt, but they stand by their actions, said, I'd do it all over again for him. So they're supposed to have a hearing in the lawsuit today. This kind of stuff, doesn't it make you not want to go help these people? You just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. You never know what's true, what's not true. You just... And you want to think of the best in people, but it's hard to not think of the worst in people, right? If you have any uh, stories that you could share, you feel free. 880-KNST, 880-567. I just remember that was such a big story. And all you do is hear from people that, you know, they're, oh, you got to help, you got to this, you got to that. And then you're waiting at the stoplights right here in Tucson and Pima County. And you see people, right? You see them just... Open the window and hand out cash. Open the window and hand out cash. And you sit back and say, where does it go? Where does it go? And you can comment. We'll get to your comments. You've got to just pass Ryan's muster. But there's something else, too. Um, I was talking about this with my wife. Um, a similar type story. The shooting in Jacksonville. That 24-year-old that uh, killed two people after he lost in the Madden NFL t- you know, video game tournament. And then he killed himself and he shot nine others that, thank God, were not killed. Um, you, you read about, if you missed it, we read about this on the air, this story, and this, uh, 24 year old has had mental problems going back a long time. School days, college days, parents struggled to try to control him. And it sounds very easy to say, Hey, why don't they just get him some help? And blah, blah. the kid was punching holes in walls to make sure his parents gave him video games, all this stuff. Right. Uh, and what it comes down to, whether it's, whether it's that shooter whether it's this guy on the highway, the homeless people you see in the intersections, a lot of it is, is mental problems. And my wife used to sell pharmaceutical drugs that were psych drugs. And she'd go into these Kodak places. And she, she has her opinions. One thing that she's mad about is when uh, the stories that are said, like uh, this 24-year-old, it said that he was on antidepressants and antipsychotic drugs. The one thing in common with all these shooters, they're on these pharmaceutical drugs. My wife said, I want these people that think that it's the drugs that do it to go in to these facilities and talk to these people. 
yeah, damn right, these doctors put them on these drugs because they're trying to stabilize them. They can't think straight. They can't think clearly. A lot of times they can't even actually remember and think that they need to take the drugs. That's why they become homeless. If they forget for a day or something happens, their life spirals out of control, they lose their job, they get evicted, they're on the streets. What could this family do? They had a a, a 24-year-old and going back to him being in, in middle school and high school and everything else, they knew something was wrong. They tried getting him help. They couldn't do anything. Nothing worked. And you know what sucks? There's no good sounding answer, right? But you know what the real answer is? And it's not good, but it's the only real answer is you need institutions again. These people can't take care of themselves and their families can't take care of them 24-7 either. And it sucks. But otherwise, these people end up doing crazy things or being out on the street or both. That's what it comes down to, right? That's what that's what it is. It comes down to that stuff. They either do something a little bit crazy or they do something that's it's damaging to others. They do, and, and that's what it comes down to. So all these people want to blame the drugs, blame this, blame that. Give me a break. The system is set up to where these people only get seen every four or five weeks, if they remember too, by the way, so doctors can't even monitor the progress. But just like um, Gabby Gifford shooter, just like this 24-year-old, they need to be in institutions. But the libs and the bleeding hearts on the left think that that's wrong and it's mean. And what happens? They end up on the damn streets. And they do this stuff. And that's some of the people that are on those street corners, man, and on the medians. And it's just terrible. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Garrett, this is Mike. Hi, Mike. You know, I, I work, I understand the situation and all, but I work for a local construction outfit, and I see folks all the time, you know, homeless, that, et cetera, et cetera, will work for food. And, you, and I've stopped and talked to the guys. They seem mentally alert. They don't seem to have any physical issues. And I've given them cards and say, you know what, uh, I, I won't give you a couple bucks, but if you show up over here, I guarantee you you'll have a job this afternoon. And not one time has anybody ever shown up. Mm. So you sort of go, well, yeah, maybe you just don't want to work. You know, I mm. uh, uh, years back, I remember, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, there was uh, one of the reporters for the Daily Star did an article on one of these, on one of these guys. And he finished the day at 5 o'clock, and they watched him go around behind the Circle K and take his clothes off, throw them in the back of his Corvette, and off he went. Really? So you just sort of go, I know there's guys out there that really need help, but there seems to be an awful lot of them that just use it as a lifestyle. And that's the thing. And, you know, we've had a couple of people call up, actually say, yeah, I choose to want to just live outside. That's what I want. And we can go back to when you had the big homeless problem in downtown Tucson when they were peeing and pooping in that park. And they tried to, the, sure. the, the city of Tucson put a hundred grand of emergency funds into a shelter to open up like a hundred beds. And we, we even have the soundbite where people said that there was uh, maybe three beds a night being used because they didn't want to go inside. They wanted to live outside. Yeah. I know. So it, it's a tough thing to, to do. But like I said, I look at these guys and say, look, we'll give you a job tomorrow. Yeah. You're right. Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate the insight on that, man. I mean, this is just frustrating. And they appeared normal. They didn't appear to be mentally challenged or anything like no. that. No, mentally ill. Seem physically, I mean, some of them are clean-shaven. They've got reasonably nice clothes on. Uh, you talk to them. You go, guy's mentally sharp. 
doesn't seem to be spaced out on anything. So all I can do is say, you know, all I can think is the guy just doesn't want to work. There you go. Mike, thank you, man. So, Appreciate you listening. Thank you for, for right. chiming in. Take Thanks, care. Good. You got it. Take care. Uh, here are the sound bites. Here's one of them. This is David Ferrari who ran a shelter that was given emergency funds a couple of years ago when the pod people, remember, they're all living in coffins and by Bente de Agosta Park and all around there. Uh, and the city's like, they finally were told by a judge, get them off the streets. So, you know, Steve Kazachik and the rest of them, my God, they need a place to go. And, and this was open, but listen to David Ferrari who ran the shelter. Here we go. The men who are taking advantage of this shelter don't seem to be from, from the Safe Park area. A little mm. informal survey last night. Um, three gentlemen had uh, at least stayed at Safe Park at least once. Three. And then look, there's another guy. Uh, this is another guy. I think this was a guy that was actually just on the street. Uh, he told one of the, I think it was KVOA. We got the sound from them. Um, didn't want to stay in the shelter. Here we go. Why don't you want to stay in a shelter? It's just it's too much trouble, man. You know what I'm it's just like you know, it's a it's a place to live, but it's just it's just a hassle, man. It's just too like, much trouble. How so? How so? I tried to go to one intoxicated, and they wouldn't let me in. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. They would not let me in. So there's that. I've been to clubs like that. <clears throat> been to your house like that. We'll let you in every time. Mm-hmm. You'll leave empty-handed. Yep, 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 yep. Holy smokes! So yeah. Yeah, there you go. And then you just sit back and say, "What? why should I even bother? You work hard. You want to help people, but do they want to help themselves? And can they help themselves? And we can't tell if they're mentally challenged, mentally, have mental problems or not. Yeah, that's, that's the sad part of it. The very, very, very sad part of it. Um, so, we'll continue. You want to talk about it? We have other things to get to as well. Uh, don't go anywhere. Back in four, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Leading talk. All right, 927, thank you for hanging out. What's your problem, Ryan? We got to end up with some sort of infection. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we both, only if you knew it. 84 out now, 100 and sunny today. Thunderstorms back Saturday, Sunday, Monday, possibly Tuesday as well. But we'll see what happens then. Uh, let's go to uh, Robert. Robert, thanks for calling into KNSC. Yes, hello. Yes, Robert, you're on. Go ahead, buddy. Yes, hello. Hi, it's us. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Bob. Hi, Bob. Go. I'm losing it. You're on the radio with well, Garrett. Go ahead, I bud. just want I just wanted to tell tell uh, Garrett that he he's pretty well tuned in to the homeless problem because I used to be one for about seventy years. And seventy or seven? seven. My problem was that I was a long was distance hearing. truck driver, and I was I wasn't needing a home. My truck was my home. But I've also been homeless here in Tucson at Salvation Army, and they've helped me quite a bit over the years. Uh, in fact, they, if it wasn't for the Salvation Army, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. But the homeless problem is so complicated, it's not a, it's not a one-size-fits-all type situation. And it has to be looked at as not only as a drug problem or an abuse problem, but as mental health, too. That's the biggest part of it is that the homeless people don't feel like anybody cares about them anymore, and so they, they, re, they retract from society. And as long as people tries to put them in corrals and say, well, this one's lazy and this one... Is crazy and 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it has to be looked at on a case-by-case basis. No, I agree, and thank you very much. And Ryan uh, told me uh, that uh, Robert, unfortunately, has some hearing issues. He used to work uh, around Jets. Yes, so Didn't I get that. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the good thing is that, again, there and people need to know this, and he picked himself up by the bootstraps, and he did it, and there's organizations and places to go if you want help. And that's why you sit back and say, you these people in the corners, have you gone there? Have you tried it? Have you been there? Have you done this stuff? And, like, we played the soundbiter before the, you know, the, the, the break. Um, the guy said he didn't want to go to uh, live in a homeless shelter. It's too much of a hassle. He wants to be drunk. They won't let you in if you're drunk. Crazy, isn't it? Just crazy. So uh, we have that, which is nice. Now, uh, 930 on KNST, AIM 790. We're going to talk about things. Andrew Cuomo, his soundbite, uh, which was just, you play, play the Cuomo soundbite. Just, it's just insane um, what he said. Because we're going to get Tom Homan reaction. He was on Fox and Friends this morning. We'll do that coming up. Um, let do do the short one. Do the short one. Where uh, Andrew Cuomo in a debate last night with Cynthia Nixon called ICE thugs twice. Go. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. But and he's politicized ICE. Excuse me. Excuse me. I let you speak. He, he politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. There you go. That and also Ron DeSantis saying in Florida, we shouldn't monkey around with what we have going on. We have a good thing. Blah, blah. That apparently is racist because his opponent is black. You have to hear the reaction from people on Mika's show and Mika's face as they paint this guy to be a racist. You'll hear the comment. It's all coming up right now, though. It is fo- 940. Thanks for hanging out on this Thursday, August 30th. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, John McCain showing his true colors, having Obama and Biden speaking at his funeral. Excluding Sarah Palin from it. She didn't get an invitation. You know, he'd be okay with her, I would think, just walking across the border of the funeral without the proper documentation and doing whatever she wanted, right? Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, the Invest in Ed ballot is gone. It's done. Arizona Supreme Court said you're off the ballot. That was going to be the big tax increase people could vote for. Uh, to tax the hell out of the rich people, in quote, uh, to pay for all the education stuff. Well, uh, the Arizona Supreme Court said it was never made clear to the people signing the petition just how big that tax is, who is getting taxed, so it's gone. Third thing that I think you need to know, man, oh man, oh man, this is another one. Andrew Cuomo, proving the left is getting out of their mind right now, out of their mind, He called ICE thugs twice in a 13-second span at a debate last night with Cynthia Nixon, the Sex and the City actress. Uh, They're both running for uh, the Democratic gubernatorial bid. Listen to this. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He, He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. Man, oh man, oh man. So those are three things that I think you need to know. Now, I've been asking all morning. Because this is Tucson. Is there any Democrat that would actually condemn this? This is what the Democratic Party is. Calling ICE thugs? What? Again, and I'll make the, and you know, since McCain is the, uh, you know, is what's being covered, the funeral, whatever. Uh, you know, when McCain and other Republicans, whether it's Jeff Flake, Marco Rubio, tried the whole amnesty thing, and McCain tried it with Ted Kennedy in 05, Republicans stood up and revolted against it. 
Anytime there's some kind of crazy thing, Republicans stand up and revolt against it. When uh, Paul Ryan uh, had his budget there and it was funding Planned Parenthood, Republicans stood up and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yet Democrats never condemn these the, the craziness. I mean, the party, listen, the party is leaving you. You want to stick with that? That's your problem. So apparently Dan is the Democrat that has called in this morning. Dan, welcome to KNST. Hi. Morning, Garrett. Morning, uh, Ryan. Great show. Are you sure? I mean, well, how thank can we you. Ch- I put a lot of work into it. I, I am a registered Democrat, uh, I, and uh, I, I did that uh, when I was a young man because my father's Republican, and he didn't know anything. But uh, <laughs> that, that was proven wrong. He, he's a pretty smart guy. So, uh, so are you I, I did still- go liberal with the uh, with the with the with the party with Obama, and uh, when he uh, put that mandate into the Obamacare, and it really hit home because I was working at the time, so I didn't really hit home that it was socialism and that. Kind of scared me straight and whatnot. And now they're just fools. Cuomo's a fool. Born on second base, silver spoon in his mouth, an absolute fool. You look at him and his brother Fredo, that, that Rush calls him, and, and you say to yourself, there's got to be someone better for those jobs. I mean, good Lord. Are you sure? I think, I don't think, and I, you know, I, I like what you're saying, but I don't think you're actually a Democrat, are you? I'm registered Democrat. I am, uh, and I'm not going to go back. We have bad leadership. Um, and we've had that leadership for a long time. See, the liberal utopia it never has good leadership. If you ever, if you ever, if you ever look at it, there's never good leadership. It's just people giving them money. So, yeah, we need good leadership. And uh, I might, I might be the guy that leads it someday. So, you know, oh, are you going to vote? Gotta be rational. Yeah, hang on, are you, are you going to vote? No. Oh no, no, I got it. Listen, I, I'm, I'm with you. I've been looking for someone who's sane again that would call this, this stuff out because it's bad. Are right, here? Are you backing McSally or Cinema? Oh, uh, I'm going to vote for McSally. I, I voted, I voted for. Um, hmm. Uh, I voted for Cinema's competitor in the primary, and um, uh, I was hoping Ward would beat McSally. I, I like Ward better than McSally. You're a registered Democrat, and you voted for Kelly Ward. How do you, well, first off, if you're a registered Democrat, you can't vote in the Republican no, I, no, primary. I, I could, no, I couldn't vote for it. No, I could, but, but um, I was hoping. I was hoping the Republicans would do that for me. So did you vote in the Democratic primary? Of course I did, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Who would you vote for there, Cinema or the other one? Uh, I don't know who, who was going against it. I just voted against Cinema. I don't know who was going against her. Why don't you like Cinema? Oh, she's crazy. <laughs> Um, she's uh, hiding who she is. Uh, I don't know too much about her, but if you're going to protest in a pink tutu, that's um, not someone I want to follow. Um, Why sorry. don't you just switch your registration? Because you don't, you just don't give up on people because they're wrong-headed and groupthink. You, you, you just um, you fight the fight, you know. Um, who, is, who is a good who is a who is a good Democrat now? Oh, good lord. Um, yeah, uh, I think um, you're trying. I look, I like it, man. I'm looking for. Yeah, I, it's hard. It's hard like, for me to uh, think well, that David you're... Garcia is going against Ducey. Uh, he's not someone that's really inspiring a lot, of, a lot of faith. Uh, the, the guy in California, Newsom, he's a debacle. Um, yeah, it just it, it, it's just an old party with a lot of old ideas, and and the younger guys are real, real left. So yeah, Ocasio Cortez is not a good example. No, they're in a lot of trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. Um, I mean, I guess the easy path is to go Republican, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've just been a Democrat for so long. Uh, I, I, I like the, I like the way we talk back. I like the way, I like, the, I like the way we act in certain ways. It's just that we're crazy too. What do you disagree with me? Oh, I don't, Garrett. I follow you on Twitter. Um, I asked you in my movie. You didn't get back to me. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I'm a filmmaker too, so I can't, you know, I can't look uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus in the eye if I'm Republican. You know. <laughs> I. It's a good attempt, Dan. I appreciate it, man. Hey, love you guys. Take it easy. I still well, can't get one. Here's why you don't uh, you don't switch your affiliation. Why he hasn't probably you only nice. go back. He's a Republican. Well, you only go to the DMV once every thirty years to you update your driver's license. Nah, it's the best thing about <sighs> Arizona, man.
All right, hang on. Let's go to, uh, I, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping. We Come still can't on. get a damn Democrat to call up and say, this is just crazy and wrong. Can't do it. What the hell? He did ask, I know who it is on Twitter, he did ask me to be in a movie. I didn't know what kind of a movie it was, so I didn't want to say <laughs> Um, all right, let's play some, uh, let, let's play, uh, oh, let's play the Homan sound bites. Yes. Homan reacting to Andrew Cuomo. Listen to this. This is the guy that you'll be on the show, uh, next Thursday, week from today at seven ten in the morning when we're in Washington, D.C. is the former head of ICE. Uh, listen to this. That is personal. And I'm not going to sit here and call him names. Uh, I did playing that last night under my breath. <laughs> but what he's saying and his actions are disgusting. To call a bunch of, to call ICE agents thugs, think about it. These are men and women who are, who are fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters, sons and daughters that chose to enforce laws in this country, strap a gun to the hip every day and put a Kevlar vest on to go out to the community and protect America and protect the, and protect the communities. He calls them thugs. Actually, ICE arrests thugs, MS-13 members, gang members, drug traffickers. Uh, we, we arrested over 5,000 criminal aliens off the street of New York that, that many walked out of his sanctuary jails. So rather than call them thugs, you know, I'm not asking for anybody to give ICE agents a, a, a slack, but a little, a little recognition of the difficult job they do every day. They put their lines on the country for this country every day. They protect New York every day. He ought to be writing a thank you letter rather than calling them names. It's, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. So there we go. He's not happy. We'll talk more to Tom Homan about that uh, next week when we see him. Let's go to uh, Ron. If you miss what Ron DeSantis said, because this is just huge. And the reaction is just hilarious to me. Ron DeSantis, congressman um, in Florida running for governor, who won the Republican primary, was on Fox News and said this. Here we go. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those opponent. far left views. And he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that it was, it was my cup of tea. But, I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So, so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not right. going to be good for Florida. Pause it, pause it. Uh, so I'm going to fight. You heard what he said. We can't monkey this up. Is that an offensive term? Because apparently uh, his opponent is black and the media goes, how you can't say the word monkey, your opponent's black. And to me, the only people that associate monkey with black people are racist people, which is the media. And the Dems that are saying this. And, by the way, uh, himself, Andrew Gallum. That's, I think that's a guy's name, right? Gallum? Isn't it? Gallum? Gallum? Uh, that's his name. Andrew Gillum. Gillum, that's what it is. Gillum. Matter of fact, throw me up over there real quick. Uh, this is Andrew Gillum this morning on MSNBC. You'll hear the question from uh, Hallie Jackson. Here we go. Do you believe that what he said was racist? Do you believe that he is racist? I, 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 I don't want to jump to name calling uh, uh, at this stage of the race, and I'm hoping that uh, they will try to avoid it as well. Um, I don't, however, believe um, that the congressman uh, uh, was in any way, uh, frankly, trying to, to, to back away from what he was suggesting that he was doing, which was, in my opinion, um, playing a little bit of, of, of a race card there. Well, he's racist. He's a race card. He's playing the race cards. What he's doing? Now, DeSantis said, no, I'm, I'm I was talking about the socialist ideas. We can't monkey up what's going on in Florida right now. We're doing well. You can't, you can't mess it up. What do you sometimes I'm sure you tell your kids stop monkeying around. Is that racist now? Monkey bars. Is that racist? Monkey wrench. 
Dog is racist. Monkey is racist. What can we say now? Orangutan. That's racist. Why not? I don't know. You can't have a burrito on Cinco de Mayo unless you're Hispanic. Mexican, I should even say. This is insane. This is dumb. This is stupid. Let's hear the dramatic Mika's face. Number 32 real quick. This morning, Mika's face on Mika and Morning Joe on MSNBC. Here's Mika's face. I will say that somebody was playing that on their phone, that soundbite, in my home. And I stopped in my tracks. I heard oh. it right away. Oh. And I didn't hear it any other way than mm. the way I heard it, you're which racist. was racist, you're racist, planned, prepared, and really ugly. No. Wow. She's That's not racist. MSNBC. You are fake news. Ah. And let's hear Yamish Alcinder. Yamish Alcinder, last week, we played her on her show when asked about Betsy DeVos's thinking about arming teachers. If teachers want to get armed, they use grant money to get the guns to protect themselves and the students and staffers. Yamish Alcinder, who happens to be black, said, oh, my God, that's crazy. These teachers will probably end up shooting uh, more black and brown students. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Uh, she said 33 uh, obviously, what DeSantis said is racist. Here we go. Well, I think that as a reporter who's covered race for a long time, when you use the word monkey up and you use the word articulate and you use the word co- performing, talking about an African-American educated man who's a mayor of Tallahassee, you have to understand that you're going to be at least accused of using racially charged language, racist language in some people's minds. In some people, yeah, the, the people that are racist in their minds. You have to understand if you say the word monkey. You're going to be called a racist. Uh, what? What? No, I would not think that because I don't associate a monkey with a black person. I know. Uh, Nine fifty-three. There's there's more to this. I mean, there's even do we even have to hear from anybody else? But Kanye, Kanye talked about Trump with the black community. We'll get to that. What Kanye said about Trump, the black community. That's coming up. KNSTAM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk.